Welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. In this week's episode, I speak with Julie Barlow, the creator of the JMB Living Journal. This is a positivity, gratitude, and mindfulness journal to help you live your ideal life in a more joyful, mindful, and balanced way. If you heard last week's episode, you heard the teaser for a giveaway, and JMB Living has partnered with Clean Simple Free to give away a free copy of the journal to one lucky winner. All you have to do to enter is go to my Instagram at clean.simple.free, make sure you're following my account and follow JMB Living and tag a friend in the post. That's all you have to do for a chance to win, so go ahead and check that out after listening to this episode. I really enjoyed my chat with Julie. In this interview, she discusses how we can manifest our dreams and goals through journaling, the mindfulness and meditation connection when we journal, and how we can make time to journal in our busy lives. You don't want to miss this one. Stick around. Julie Barlow. I created kind of a a unique journal, but before I tell you about that, I can give you just a little of my backstory. After I graduated from college, I guess I made some pretty unwise choices in my life and had a pretty rocky start to adulthood, I guess I could say. (laughs) Um, Very challenging first marriage and ended up broke, mountain of debt, various trauma. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it was, it was a long road. And fortunately I was blessed with a great set of parents, number one, great friends, mentors, teachers, and everything. And I, and I, I became interested in visualization and impact of positive thinking and so many things. And so I, I dug into learning as much as I could through the people that I knew and taking some courses and that type of thing. And then all the while I was at the same time trying to support family as a single mom, because I did leave the first two marriages for the welfare of my children, honestly, because I I still didn't have a very great self-esteem at that point, (laughs) but I, I knew that they needed to get out of that situation. Did a lot of learning in the early years and eventually Um, Even though I had like the full time job going on, I started teaching yoga and I started leading some international wellness retreats and took some personal consciousness courses and just really began to turn my life around. At some point, even though I I used to to work as I headed up a tax department at a publicly held company, though that, you know, paid the bills and everything, it, it really I don't know, it left me empty inside. It just, it felt like I needed to be doing something else, but I just wasn't sure what at the time. So I eventually, at some point, I realized that for me, I was constantly like trying to use a planner and I would use them for a few months and then I would get bored and then I wouldn't use them. And I thought they were a great tool, but I just never kept using them. And so I came along this idea to, to create this journal. And I thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great if I could create something that could be a useful tool for people that they would continue to use because it looked beautiful and it was interesting and had different things in it, but that also it would be a way for me to share so many of the tools that had worked really well to help me get up out of the muck of life that I created in the early years. I'll say that. And so that's kind of where the journal began. And then when I started putting it together, I also thought, you know, I wanted, I knew I wanted to make it seasonal. I knew I wanted to make it focused on living simply, mindfully, and and to give people a path to kind of gently guide them to be able to access the, I guess, 
joy that I had found from it myself um, in an easy fashion by having something to work with day to day. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought it would be a great way, not only just to share my insights about what has worked for me, but then also to share the insights of other women as well, because we all have so much to learn from each other. And so that has just turned into a really beautiful experience where I've met so many amazing women and feel just really blessed to be able to share so much positivity and and, and ideas, I guess, and suggestions that I I know are helping people just from the feedback that I receive from them. I appreciate you sharing your story because I think we can all relate to the challenges of adulthood and sort of needing to find balance. I know I definitely can. Well, first of all, I love the journal. You shared the spring issue of the gratitude journal with me, and I want to just take a minute to describe it to our listeners. The packaging is so pretty. It came in a little fabric bag, And this issue came with a reusable notepad and a liquid chalk pen from a female-owned business called Notes Up. There's also a member of your Joyful Mindful Balanced community featured on the photo on the cover. That's explained in the little thank you note. And all of that is just my impression from before even opening the journal. So I love it. I love that you feature women-owned businesses and members of your community and your products. I think that's a really great sense of togetherness that you're providing. Is that something that you do in every issue? You know, it's it's kind of beginning to develop over time. I'm still very new at this. This spring issue is just the second spring issue. We started a little over a year ago with a winter issue. So it's continued to evolve a little over time. And honestly, I really loved being able to have one of the women on the cover. I hope to be able, I'd love to do it every time, honestly. And I also really enjoyed being able to help another small woman-owned business you know, get her product out to people that might be interested and just help her promote it in that way. So that was really fun. She was great to work with. I don't know. It's, it's really rewarding to me to be able to continue to evolve in that way, honestly. So yes, I really do want to continue to see what um, kind of unfolds in that direction. Yeah. Well, women supporting women is always nice to see. So that's great. (laughs) Um, It's a lot of fun too. Honestly, I have met so many amazing people. It's been, it's been so wonderful. I'm surprised to hear that you just started with the winter issue. Not this winter. So this, that was the second winter issue. So it's been just a little over a year now. Wow. Yeah. I would have thought you have been doing this for years. That was my first impression. (laughs) Oh no, I'm still pretty new. Still learning a lot. The journal is really beautiful, strictly from an aesthetic standpoint. It's just really nice to look at, and it's filled with writing prompts, calendar pages, moon cycles, quotes. It really is the ultimate journal. So my question is, what inspired you to create the journal in this way and include all of these helpful little additions? Well, I think it it really gets back to really just wanting to figure out how can I provide a product that calls people back to want to come back to it day after day. And that I even wanted when I was first designing it to be like when you when you pick it up that just the feel of it feels good. And so, you know, you open it up and it's got beautiful photography and that type of thing. So that, you know, in and of itself, it creates kind of a a calming, comforting experience. And it's my hope that by doing that and then having these different tips and different ideas and different insights and knowledge and suggestions shared throughout it, that it will, for someone that 
you know, might struggle to stick with a practice that's helpful to them, that it might, you know, kind of encourage them to keep coming back to it and make it easier. I mean, I think it's really hard sometimes to stick to routines of things that are good for us. And I think creating some type of positivity routine can be really, really impactful in, in life. It's my hope that by creating it the way that I have is kind of like a guided experience that'll just keep giving you new suggestions to keep you engaged with it and keep you going. And as a result, over time, then to really, you know, profoundly impact lives by doing it that way. You've mentioned a couple times a journal that you can come back to and that you can stick with. For those of us who say things like, I don't have time to journal or, oh, I'm too busy to do that. Do you have any suggestions to fit journaling into our lives? Yeah. One thing that I try to stress over and over again is, you know, I'm extremely busy too. And most of us are these days. Gosh, life gets so overwhelming so easily. It really is amazing to me what just five minutes of time for reflection and and journaling do in a day. It really doesn't take very much time at all. And I think like with my journal, there's a bit that you can do in there. But what I try to tell people is even if you just choose a couple of things within the journal that you feel, you know, you most resonate with, and that's all you do. If if you don't fill out the whole thing, if you don't like necessarily even, you know, dump your thoughts into it daily or whatever. I know a lot of people probably the favorite prompts that are on every day in the journal, there's three prompts that I get a lot of feedback on that people have told me have been really, really, really helpful in helping them change have been the prompts on the daily pages that say my best win, beauty I noticed and what gave me joy. And if you can just spend, you know, just that five minutes a day only doing those, it's going to make a huge impact in your life for sure. Because what ends up happening is in just those few minutes that you take the time to do that every day, your brain starts to begin to develop these new neural pathways that cause you to start more actively looking for the positivity in your life, the beauty that's all around you, things that bring you joy, and you get more in a practice of doing that. I also think when we talk about starting a journaling routine, if you've got an already busy life, you have to really look at like, what is the best time of day that I could put this with a routine that I already have to make it a habit. So I think most people that usually ends up typically being either, you know, early in the morning as a part of a morning routine or last thing they do before they go to bed at night. And I think either one is great, though. I will say some people, you know, say, okay, I take a break in the middle of the day. You know, this is what I do right before, you know, I finish lunch and go back to to work. But I think having that that same time every day so that it actually becomes a habit is actually really, really helpful too. That's the other thing too, in terms of starting a new habit like that, even if you can start it by just making it like a couple minute a habit a day and getting some success at that, it will help you get used to that. And it just becomes something that you feel drawn to do every day. And I think that really helps too. Yeah, kind of like setting yourself up for success. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I really liked that beauty I noticed section, just the way that's worded. I really like that because we can notice beauty in like a conversation with a friend or like, Mm -hmm. you know, some pretty flowers that we pass. So that's a really cool prompt. It's time for a quick break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. 
I know that there's a pretty big connection between mindfulness and journaling. It's been talked about on this podcast, but can you talk about how journaling can help us to be more mindful? Yeah, I think any time that you are reflecting, you are coming back into examining what you're doing, what you're thinking, where you are, that type of thing. And it's that that very process, I think, of noticing what's going on, noticing how you're feeling, because typically when we're journaling, oftentimes we're reflecting on how we feel about a certain situation or how we feel at that moment in time. That practice in and of itself of noticing how we feel is an aspect of mindfulness. That reflection over time in noticing, you know, how you feel over a period of time can be very mindful too, to just have a mindfulness of, of what's happening in your body, of your emotions, that type of thing. And then I guess finally, I would say with respect to some of the prompts that I have in the journal, like the one that you mentioned about beauty that I noticed, one of the things that I noticed when I started using my own journal that I created was that frequently what I would write down where I saw beauty and what gave me joy each day was on my daily, like a walk. And I had, I had never noticed how important that few moments of just getting outside for a short walk meant to me. And then I also didn't really notice how much beauty I saw and how I started to look even deeper at things. I started to notice things that I hadn't noticed before, like, wow, the sky is like such a pretty color of blue, you know, and I, I think it's something they always took for granted. But when you start to get in the habit and you're writing these things down, it's like you are training your brain to think a little differently. And it's like training your being, in, in other words, to be and practice things a little bit more mindfully throughout your day. I like that. That really resonates with me because I have a dog and, you know, of course I take her out several times a day. I do a longer walk in the evening. A lot of times I just think of that as another thing on my to-do list, like, oh, mm -hmm. time to walk the dog. So being more mindful about it and writing down like, oh, we saw a squirrel on our walk or whatever. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the squirrel too, because in the neighborhood here that I am in, there's tons of squirrels that I see on my walks. And and it, you know, squirrels are something that you know I've seen all my life, never paid a whole lot of attention to them much. But I will say that oftentimes now when I notice a squirrel, sometimes it's just I notice them more than I used to before. I might notice the playful way that they're chasing each other, or I might notice a particular thing about that squirrel that that you know I found interesting. So it's almost like just the practice of it being more present and noticing a little deeper what I probably would have just walked by and never noticed before. In your initial email to me, you mentioned creating or manifesting your life and your dreams through journaling. Can you share about that a little bit more? When I originally created the journal, part of it I created it as kind of a blend between a planner and a journal and a, I don't know, like a bit of a personal coach and somewhat of a magazine all at the same time. But in the planner aspect of it, I put in the journal what I call a dream creation system. Mm. And in some ways, it's kind of like the same thing as like a goal setting system. But I like to think of it a little differently in terms of dreams, because I feel like goals can oftentimes kind of get tangled up in what 
other people's expectations are of us, whether it's friends or family or even from an early age, like teachers or that type of thing. Yeah. And I think somewhere as we grow up, oftentimes we leave our dreams behind. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I think it's a beautiful practice to be open to what you would truly desire in your life. In the journal where I have these this dream creation system, if you will, I talk about how I think it's important to try and look for things that you're going to want to work on creating more from what your heart desires and what what you feel deep inside that you would like as opposed to what your head thinks. And I think that that's really important from a manifestation standpoint when we're able to feel what it would feel like if that dream was actually true. It kind of tricks your brain in a way because your brain really doesn't know the difference between like what's happening here right now versus what you're feeling like might happen in the future. And so what ends up happening is you begin to look for the opportunities that make that dream come true. Because when you practice this on a daily basis and you're, you're visualizing in, in say your vision board that I put in the, there's a space for a vision board in the journal too. I have several vision boards, honestly, around my office and in my house, but, but I also use the one in my journal every day because it's really nice. I, sometimes I forget about the ones on my wall, but through my journal practice, that's like the, one of the first things I flip to every morning. I just spend a moment looking at it, feeling what it would feel like if those things that are symbolized there in that vision board were to come true, what that would feel like. And like I say, I think that whole practice then helps you begin to be more open and awake and, and aware and looking for the opportunities to make that happen. And then if you take that one step further, the way I have it designed within the journal is, is you're looking at it a year out, but then also every season break it down even further. Okay, what can what are the pathways? What are the, you know, routes I can take this month towards working towards the stream? And then break it down one step further is, well, what's just one tiny thing that I can do today? It might be something super simple as just, you know, reading an article or calling a friend to talk about something. It can be super simple, but I think when we put that daily action, even if it's in a simple form and a tiny step forward, when we keep putting all those daily actions together, that that too, combined with that feeling aspect of visualization is going to be much more powerful in helping us to let those dreams unfold. So now you've kind of got my wheels turning. So how would you tell the difference between a goal and a dream? Are there ways that we can differentiate between the two? I think a goal and a dream can be the same thing, honestly. I mean, I think they can be the same or they can be different from a standpoint of there might be a goal professionally that I want to do this specific thing um, to help me in my career. That may come more from a space of what I think is the next best thing to get me to this next level within my career. Whereas sometimes when I think of dreams, I feel like it's more, I think I even say this in the journal, it's kind of like the whispers of your soul or what you feel is like tugging at your heart. So it's more what internally, depending on how career focused we are, they could be synonymous, but a, a goal and a career might be just something that this is the next step I need to do to be able to, you know, increase my income or something, but doesn't necessarily give you that deep seated satisfaction about 
I'm living my life in a way that brings me joy and that I feel I'm making an impact or that I feel I'm being truthful to why I'm here or what makes me happy on a day-to-day basis. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So not only is your journal helping me think, but our conversation. So (laughs) cool. (laughs) I like the prompts in the journal to take control of your thoughts and get thinking more introspectively. So would you consider journaling to be a meditative practice? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm just, I continue to be amazed, particularly when you combine the two. And I, and I think it can be too. Like if you you look at a prompt in a journal, you know, you stop and reflect before you release whatever those thoughts are onto paper. I think that process of reflection, you know, you're stopping, you're getting quiet and you're taking an assessment of what's, what's going on on the inside, right? Which is, is, is a meditative practice in and of itself. What do you hope that each person gets out of their experience with the JMB Living Journal? I hope that it would bring them a method. The end result would be something that brings you more joy and a better understanding of self and a way of helping to learn how to live more authentically and intentionally. One of the things that I've found really helpful to me, well, two ways, like, so each, each week in the journal, I'm sure you notice has a a mindfulness challenge, which has the theme throughout the week so that there's a, a focus on one particular aspect of our way of being mindful each week. Having that practice helps provide a means as like kind of a guided way to prompt you to be more mindful in your life, which then mindfulness in and of itself brings a whole host of wonderful things in terms of, you know, the impacts on your health and your mindset and that type of thing. Learning how you tick and what makes things work better for you. Learning to to set up your days and your weeks in a way that work better for you. So one of the things that I found really helpful is at the beginning of each week, I'm looking backwards and reflecting on what worked really well last week. You know, what should I do differently? And between looking at that on a weekly basis and and altering the things that I do or the ways that I do them to help me flow with life with more ease, I guess, and not continually fighting the things that aren't working because I'm actively and intentionally looking for what's working and what's not and how I can make things work better for me. I think that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. And then that on top of the daily practice of positivity through thinking about abundance and gratitude and the little wins I've had and, and beauty and joy and that type of thing, that too helps foster this daily positivity that over time, I think if you get in the practice of that, or I know, I mean, just from research, there's a lot of research that's been done on gratitude journals and how positively that they can impact people's lives. So, you know, there is a piece of the journal or, you know, prompts in the journal for gratitude, but there's prompts for other other ways of positivity as well. And so having this positive mindset will 
over time, if people use the journal, will help them have a happier, more calm, more healthy life, essentially. So how can people order the journal if they're listening and they're like, I want one, how can they get it? Sure, you can go to my website to see it and find out more. It's at www.jmbliving.com. And the, the JMB is, stands for Joyful, Mindful, Balanced. And, and incidentally, it's also my initials. <laughs> I, I heard I had, that and I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Before I actually decided on a name, I got a group of female friends that are also entrepreneurs together. And we we had like a weekend away to kind of brainstorm on not only my business, but theirs as well. But mine, mine was mainly to, to try and pick out a, a name for the journal. So I can't, I can't, can't take credit for the name because they came up with a great name, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. This has been a great interview. I, I think I've reached the end of my questions. Is there anything that I'm missing or anything else you'd like to add? No, other than I guess the other way that you can find me too, um, even beyond the journaling, just for helpful insights and information on anything related to the topics that we've talked about today. I am very active on Instagram and I also have a YouTube channel that I hadn't been doing so consistently for a while, but um, when we were trying to get a new website up and that type of thing, I was struggling to find the time to do it, but I am committed to making that a, a, a weekly video out there as well. So, and both of them, same thing, you can find them by just, you know, searching for JMB Living. Okay. JMB Living on Instagram and YouTube as well. Yeah, actually Facebook too. There's a oh, Facebook okay. and there's a Facebook group for journal users, you know, for, for people to connect there as well and, and share their journal experiences together there too. Cool. Um, well, I will put all of those links in the show description. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Ashley. I really appreciate it. This has been great. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find JMB Living on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So click the links in the show notes to check out JMB Living or just say hi to Julie. Also visit clean.simple.free on Instagram. Check out that contest for a chance to win your very own JMB Living journal. The giveaway is running through May 4th, so you still have time to enter. We'll be announcing the winner on May the 4th, so Star Wars Day. You can also DM me on Instagram or reach out by email at clean.simple.free at gmail.com. And if you would like to support this show even further than your support that you're already showing by listening, consider donating 99 cents a month to support this podcast and to sustain and grow future episodes. A big hug and a big thank you to everyone who has already signed up as a monthly supporter. Thank you again for listening, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life, and when life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you next time!